Well, hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the Storytellers Podcast. I, once again, am Marsha Hoffines. I still continue to be your host of the show. And um, as always, I'm really excited to be here with um, my next guest in another series um, of conversations. Renee Novello is, you've heard her before on the podcast. Um, you've seen her around um, the space with me. She is a, at this point, I'm going to call her a lifelong friend because we have, gosh, been in each other's space for a well over 10 years now, 12, maybe even 13. I might be stretching it there. But Renee and I have a long history together. Not just are we only friends, but we've also done business together. She's done, um, trusted me with her yoga training over the years. We seem to always run into each other just at the perfect times in life. And what I mean by that is we no longer live near each other. And even when we did our lives, she has children that are not the same age as mine. And you guys know what that does. You end up having very different cycles, right? Of where you are in life and things like that. But her and I have always been just there and in touch and in tune. And when I say we collide with each other right at the right time, it's always when one of us needs the other one for some various reason and or going through something similar in life. And that's just what I love about um, my projector soul sister who. I find to be extremely balancing, calming, nurturing presence. She is brave, like takes these big, bold steps. And I would say that she's one of the biggest trailblazers that I've ever met, like just going first with everything. I'm curious to know from her at some point if this is part of her sign somewhere in astrology, if it shows up in her human design chart somewhere, what that is. But we're going to dig into it today. So, you know, all topics are safe here and we talk about everything. So we're going to kick our series off and I'm not even going to tell you what we're going to talk about today. You guys are just going to have to stay tuned. Uh, well, I guess if you read the show notes, you're going to know what we're talking about, but why don't you guys just grab a cup of coffee, grab your tea, your water, plug in your iPad, your iPhone, plug it in, put on your AirPods. And we're just going to go ahead and get started. Well, Hi. hey, Renee. Hi, Marsha. I am like <laughs> loving being in your energy today. And I loved hearing everything you just <laughs> shared. That was so fun to just sit back and listen to you. <clears throat> ah, well, it's always fun for me to just off the cuff go, here's what I'm going to say about this person today, because I never know and it always changes. So thanks for yeah. sitting down with me. And this is kind of, I, I actually love how the universe works. And I actually was thinking about this today or yesterday when you texted me and you're like, oh, we're talking on the summer solstice. We are. Yeah. <laughs> how freaking cool is that? Right? It is. Yes. Energy is high, I think, yeah. today and perfect environment for this. Yeah. And not only that, but we, I had wanted to podcast with you a couple months ago, but because of stuff that you had going on in your family and in life, you were like, no, we need to hit pause. And I'm telling you, I have two things today. I, I'm kicking off a summer yoga series tonight here in town. And it's something that I have been like toying with, like, do I do it? Do I not do it? And here I'm doing it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, summer solstice. Like how freaking perfect is that? So I'm really excited to spend some time with you today as well. 
Yes, I know. I love having these conversations with you. I know we have a few under our belt that are, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, they're recorded, (laughs) but they always feel like to me such an organic share. And just like, I love how you pull things through and we get to go to these, you know, far off places and then we bring it all together. And it's like, (laughs) it's such a fun adventure. So I'm totally here for it. I'm really excited. Yeah, what I and I'm just going to share this with the listeners. So I've been doing podcast series with people because one, I don't feel like in 45 minutes, I don't like to be so structured that I'm like, here are the list of questions and we're just going to run through it. I feel like there's so much more that I want to talk about with everybody. But what's been fascinating to me and in particular with um, the release of them is how I've been releasing them and how all of the topics are just building on each other. And I'm not giving the topics to any of my guests. They're bringing them to me. So I, if you've been listening along, if you started this season, listening to all of the conversations that I had with Angela Goodman around money, and then I moved into conversations with Colleen Clement around like somatic wisdom and the both and and transitions. And then we talked with Casey around her journey and oh my gosh, and Don Thompson, like literally I could not have planned these things any better. So just saying that out loud, because I think it's actually been quite fascinating. So when, when we're going to be talking today, you will hear me pull things through and you will hear that come through and we'll probably even touch base on things that we've talked about before, but enough about that. And I want to kick this off by letting you guys know what we're going to talk about today. So Renee, um, and I'll let Renee get into it more. Um, I would say just in the past year, am I not, am I correct about that? Has ventured into this world of microdosing. Yes. Yeah. It's been, let's see, um, about 18 months at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yep. yeah, year and a half. Over and year. Um, I have been on the sidelines watching, I guess, and, and part of the conversation with her too, right? Like, I'm not just like sitting back, like being a weird stalker watching her, of course, but um, I don't know anything about it. I want to hear all about it. And why don't we just go ahead and I'm just going to jump in with you and say, what brought you here? What made you take this leap of faith for yourself? And talk like just Walk us through where you were in life and what made you, what brought you to that point? I would love to. Yes. This has become probably my favorite thing to talk about and to share with people um, that are curious or mm-hmm. open to it. Um, I mean, here's the thing. I, about, like I said, like you said, 18 months ago, kind of still moving through a trajectory of healing. And, you know, we are on a continuum probably throughout this journey of life on some level of healing, but this one was kind of sticky in that I felt um, dull in my um, emotional state. So I, you know, definitely was feeling a little bit of a low level depression that was lingering longer than I was excited, you know, or longer than I wanted. Um, so that was kind of the emotional state. Um, you know, I, I definitely was at that point in time, I was open to doing something here to shift the energy and to help to reset. Um, 
and I, you know, I, I did think about a few options, including pharmaceuticals. I, you know, I definitely did some ex research, so to speak at the beginning and kind of played mm -hmm. with some different ideas. And then, you know, I have a support person in my life that, um, is actually, she's a licensed therapist and she has a lot of experience with psychedelics and, I was, she suggested the notion of microdosing specifically psilocybin. Um, and I know, you know, you may be well versed on the psychedelic conversation, or you may have no idea that this is even <laughs> happening, but there's a lot of um, continuing and building momentum in the mental health field for the, uh, that are proponents of using psychedelic therapies. And that's a variety of things. Um, could be anything from MDMA to um, ketamine to uh, psilocybin, which is mushrooms, or even LSD in some cases. There's a lot of um, you know interesting developments happening on that mental health front. And so for me, it really was kind of addressing a mental health layer. Um, and I also had, uh, you know, a, some healthy reservations. I mean, I, I definitely am a highly sensitive person. I don't want to, I did not want to go on a trip. I, you know, I can't, as some of you probably can relate, like I can't just leave my house and I have to be functional. I can't just go out on some crazy psychedelic journey, right? Like that's not in the cards for me, nor did I want to invite that in. Um, just because I, you know, I definitely was like not really into that experience, that level of, a, 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 you know, of taking that high of a dose. And, you know, with the popularity of ayahuasca and things like that, I, that has never been something that's called to me. I've just never felt the need to pursue that. But the psilocybin was interesting. And that was something that I really felt called. Like, I literally, like, I guess, you know, just in terms of my higher self and my intuition, I felt like this was something that I was, again, being pinged to research, to look into and to try. It got to the point where I was like, yeah, this is a yes. This is a yes. Even if I was a little bit nervous, I was like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm feeling good in this. I'm feeling supported. And I actually, yeah, I took a course, I took a course on my own. Um, it's like a self-guided course to kind of give myself some more information about what to expect, what to do, not to do, who it's for, you know, all these good questions. Right. And then I just decided, okay, I'm going to go low and slow and just see how I feel. And that, you know, was really the beginning for me. Um, yeah. So, you know, from there, it's been an incredibly life enhancing tool that I am so grateful. It's affected me positively. It's affected my entire family positively. Um, I mean, in so many ways that I was not necessarily expecting. The medicine really showed me some things that I also needed to kind of look at and address. And, you know, it's been it's been a multifaceted experience beyond just feeling that lift in my mood, which absolutely was the result. Um, and it really took hold for me pretty quickly. And I did in an, you know, you do it in an intentional way. Like you're not just taking something and like, Oh, you know, let's see what happens. Like you're, you know, you're setting an intention and you're integrating. That's a big part of a, of a mindful psychedelic kind of um, protocol. So, mm -hmm. yeah. So, I mean, it really turned into this thing where I think I'm actually more of myself than I maybe ever have been. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, that's fantastic. And I, and I, and I appreciate and love that you 
considered a variety of tools for yourself um, and really listened, even if there was that, you know, hesitation there, but you listened that you're like, oh, I think this is the way I'm being pulled. Because I think with anything for it to be effective, that has to be the desire from the person. You said like a lot of intentionality, right? Like we can't just do things half-assed or because it's um, a trend or because it's the thing. I, I guess I'll just stick with like a trend, right? Because it really, it's important for everybody to find their own individual way through um, matters of mental health and physical health emotional health, energetic, all of it, right? Like there's so many tools. It's one of the things that Colleen and I talked about when we were talking about, you know, our body having like somatic wisdom. There's so many tools and offerings, Reiki, acupuncture, yin practices, restorative breath work, like you name it. Like there's so many ways for us to get in touch with the body. So I'm curious about that piece of the puzzle for you. When you mentioned, you're like, you know, not only did it make my mood feel better, but like it brought me to a place where I realized I had to like still resolve some things within me. Tell me, tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. I mean, I guess I will say, so just in terms of the experience, because I I think if I was listening to this and I didn't know anything about it, or I was like, that sounds, you know, like, what is that like? I would just say, just to speak to this real quickly, the the experience itself was not, um, it was a functional dose, meaning that it was, you were able to carry about, you know, your, your Mm -hmm. life and your responsibilities. And it was a sub-perceptual experience. So um, there was some noticeable um, feelings of more connection to nature, connection to others, myself, things like that, like felt more like, you know what it really does is like it doubles, it helps you double down on presence. Like mm-hmm. I was like dialed in and I still feel like, you know, that's like really been something that's carried through. So, um, you know, and you know, it, it definitely felt a little bit like, oh, like it's my, my friend, she calls it like caffeine for the soul. Like, I feel like my, I got like a little bubbly feeling, mm-hmm. but it wasn't anything out of control or overwhelming. And in, in certain days feel different than others. And what's, you know, so through the process, part of it is definitely tracking how you feel. Um, I was, I'm already like a big journaler. So that was kind of like a no brainer for me, but I just, you know, I really kept track of how I was feeling and what was coming up. Like, Mm. what was I being shown? And I know that sounds kind of like, well, what does that mean? But, you know, it was like things would just keep coming into my awareness. And I was like, okay, I think I need to pay attention to this, even if it wasn't necessarily like fun and creative. And, oh, you know, like, look at me. I can self-express in a better, more clear, like my signal was clear. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Which is awesome. But on the other side of that, there was definitely some patterns and some things because that's what it really ultimately is doing is reworking with the neuroplasticity and, and the programming of your, you know, your, your stories and the things that you kind of loop around and you have really group deep grooves. And, and this was like shaking some of that up. Like within my relationship, we were talking about things that I was like, Oh yeah, I think we probably should address that. Um, even just within my own sense of um, self-worth, I think that was a big thing it was showing me is that I was still holding back for fear of not 
I mean, a few fears, right? Like layer, a layer cake of fears, if you will, like, you know, kind of, kind of like layers of, let's see. Um, one thing was really being uh, like true, like saying the things that were true, even if I knew that someone else was going to be uncomfortable about mm. it or perhaps um, dimming my light kind of to fit in or to be acceptable or to be this sort of like, uh, you know, con this condition program part of me that I maybe had to, well, I do know that I, you know, you have to kind of survive as a child, you kind of shut down certain things. And, you know, you, you get into that, you're just like existing from that place. And you can be, you know, freaking 45, all of a sudden, you're like, Oh, wow, yeah, I still am <laughs> kind of like, you know, not I love that. you could be 45. All of a sudden, here you are, you're like, Shit, here you are. It's true. You are. You're like, I'm operating like a nine-year-old, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So there was just a lot of kind of underlying things that I was like, just being called to look at and to question. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the thing. Like, it wasn't necessarily like the same maybe positioning of inner critic, like, oh, you, you know, you, you have this going on still, you know, it wasn't critical. It was, it was a softer voice. It was a softer like invitation to be like, hmm, isn't this curious that you do this or that this is happening again? Or, you know, like, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I definitely got into, you know, this place where I was like, you know, it wasn't all super fun and, and fluffy, but it was also like really kind of needed. Yeah, I, I that's so to me what I'm hearing is it it does take you on a little bit of a somatic wisdom journey in that things are brought back but you're in you're in a state where you're like, "Huh, I see it. I I can see what I'm doing and it gives you it's almost sounds like it gives you this another way of moving through it and or <clears throat> looking at it not from the mind space, which is very judgmental and harsh, yeah. but more of a, oh, a curiosity space, like a very loving, I see you, I accept you, and we're going to move through this together type of space. Yeah, it's, it is, it's heart opening. Yeah. It's a heart opening experience. Yeah. Like if you've ever, you know, had cacao or, you know, like cacao is also like really heart opening, like you kind of feel it the warmth mm -hmm. and you feel held. And I think that that allowed me to kind of poke around in these darker places and to just examine some things. And, you know, I mean, like, it's not like it's a quick one and done kind of thing. You know, you, you just become aware of it. And I do feel like overall, that's been a really significant benefit. Although at times it's kind of, you know, you're like, Oh, look at like, I don't really want to look at that, but yeah. Yeah, but yeah, it was more of a softer heart opening and and in that like kind of just, you know, felt held a bit by the the process whereas before I think my anxiety slash I don't know what you would call it, but I just kind of would kind of like kick into like a different gear and you know, I don't know. Like I don't feel like it really like gave me the space to kind of explore mm. these areas in a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My tolerance went up a lot 
for people, <laughs> people in my house, people in the world. I just could kind of connect to people's hearts a little better, if that makes sense. <laughs> well, so I, and I, yes, I, it does make sense. And it's, it's, you know, you've taken enough uh, yoga classes with me over the years. You've listened to me talk enough over the years that, you know, that I always talk about, you know, only love is real and it's at our heart that we connect everybody. And this is an energetic and an emotional connection space versus the mind, which is extremely limited. Yeah. And keeps us separate. So it's, you know, I teaching a lot about, and it was, and it was uh, through all of the yoga that I have taught. And every time I lead people through classes and I lead people through trainings, I have more light bulbs go off. I have more, you know, aha moments. And I, I, I become deeper, more deeper. Is that even correct? Uh, more deeply connected to my heart and this idea of presence. And I, and I love that you brought that into the conversation because one of the things that, um, I notice, and I really love so much about my coaching work is that people are just right here with me and you're saying the things that otherwise in other ways you have to escape, but I can see how uncomfortable it makes people to be faced head on with the things that you're talking about, right? Like these things come up in coaching conversations, like what is this habit serving? What's this thought? Why the mindset? Like you, th these things, they, and these are so ingrained in us that to drop down into the heart and be present with it, it's really uncomfortable. Presence is the easiest thing and the hardest thing, yeah. the most comfortable thing and the most uncomfortable thing for us to do as humans. I love that. That makes so much sense in my mind. I feel that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you and I sitting right here, this is presence. You and I are just like, you know, I've obviously we're across, not necessarily looking at directly each other in the eye, but there's nothing else going on. I mean, I'm writing down some notes so that I can, but like, that's it. It's me and you. Don't you, and, don't you feel like podcasting? That's like the magic of podcasting is like yeah. you get to, because I mean, aside <laughs> from being in a yoga room where nobody really should have their, or does have their phone for the most part. Right. But then when you're like, there's very rare opportunities these days where we like really give each other presence. And I feel mm -hmm. like that's why podcasting is so just a special situation. And it's so popular because yeah. we're all so hungry for connection <laughs> and for um, really seeing each other. Yeah. You know? I, and I, that, that is a great perspective. And for me, it's just what I do all the time for work. Like I just sit here with people. There's no escape. There's nowhere else for us to go, but be right here. To me, it's even better than a yoga room. Cause I'm, I'm, but we're, cause in yoga, we're focusing on, am I breathing? Is my pose yeah. right? Oh shit. Did I pick up the eggs on the way home from like, is my kid? That's like, there's so many other things that we're able to get distracted by that. Well, Sitting in conversation is truly, it's powerful. So to your point, like anytime that you can sit across from somebody one-on-one -on -one and that's it, like that's ultimate presence. That's it. Well, and that's what everybody wants is that energy exchange, mm -hmm. you know, like we yeah. we're so like wired and feel so much from the energy of yeah. being with someone who is giving us their attention. It's yeah. like these days that is a, kind of rarer and rarer commodity right or whatever it's like rarer and you my friend are the og of space holding like mm -hmm. i don't know i mean 
I feel like, yeah, I learned it from you. No, I, I feel like you just, you are such an incredibly impactful space holder. And that is a, it's a gift, it's a skill, it's a whatever, you know, it's just like, not everybody has it. <laughs> so no. yeah, this is a great uh, space for you. I feel like you shine. Thank you. And I, and I love it. And otherwise I wouldn't continue yeah. to, to set myself up for it <laughs> yeah. to be truth. Um, so talk to me a little bit about what you've seen. So someone's listening and they're like, okay, this is, I'm interested, right? Um, maybe there's concern, right? In the mind, the mind's going to go crazy. Like what's my family going to think? Is it going to send me off the edge? Like you, you talk about this deep connection that, and, and presence and how it's brought you closer to your family, to your husband, to your kids, like to just to your relationships in general, what has that experience been like for you being the one doing this? I'm going to assume you had an abundance of support from your family. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. In fact, um, the, this is, you know, back to, I think you were saying trailblazing. Mm -hmm. I feel like yeah. feel very comfortable trailblazing, I have to say. And yeah, it is in my chart. Um, actually, uh, I have, I I'm like an honorary Aries. I'm not an Aries, but I have, um, a lot of Aries influence in my chart. So I am like very spontaneous and head first and kind of brave, but you are, you are. So, it, you know, let me, I'm going to, I'm going to interrupt you just for a second because yeah. we're talking about like you stepping into, you know, yourself fully and being connected and not dimming your light. And it's funny because I've always seen this in you, right? But I also think you've allowed me to see you as you are. Yeah. And not always have not have you always let the world see you as you are. Yeah, that's an interesting um, point of view and probably really true because what I've realized even recently, and this is again, I do attribute this to the medicine that mm -hmm. I, you know, the, the wisdom of it, because it, it has kind of allowed me to feel more of that part of myself um, and experience more of that part of that self and be more embodied in that. Because mm -hmm. I also, and you may have listened to a previous conversation and I could have been talking about kind of the other side of my chart coin, which is more watery. And I do have a lot of Scorpio too. So it's really interesting because I'm also very like in the hidden and the mysterious, but I'm also... I mean, I don't know how many um, astrology fans you have and, and will even understand this, but what I've learned is I actually have a stellium, which is a three, I have three planets in my house, in the fifth house of, of Leo, which is like, oh my God, like creative and colorful and vibrant. And what I've been doing is getting very, and this is kind of that part of myself as a child that was like, nice, nice and pleasing and watery. And I do have that, but I have realized even recently that I've been really watering myself down. Mm. Like you've been there. Like I've been really making myself palatable to the, you know, 
to, to the masses. We do like, the yeah. yeah. Like I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable and I don't want to say the wrong thing and all that. And so mm-hmm. you probably have seen me more unfiltered and in that true essence mm-hmm. of that kind of yeah. Leo fun, like let's go kind of energy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's interesting. You already had that, that sort of thing that you brought up at the very beginning is I was like, Oh, of course we're going to talk about this. Cause this has been like totally a journey of figuring yeah not even figuring, just, in, you know, stepping into that more. Yeah. Just allowing yourself to be. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, maybe it's the blessing of being in the middle of life, right? Like what Brene Brown say, like halfway to dead. Like, I feel that like, I'm just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Like this is, yeah. this is the thing. Like it's, um, it's going to not be for everybody. And I'm totally going to be okay with that because that other way is so, um, it's really not, like you kind of abandon part of yourself in that process. Mm, yeah. Which does not feel good, right? No. And it's okay. one of the things that we struggle with the most. So your mental mental health brought you here, right? You said yeah. you had this depression that was hanging out like a... Just uninspired. Like, like a lukewarm bath for just a little kinda bit too like long. And you're like, low. I got to get out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I just, like, I just kind of want to lay down too much. Like, you know, yeah. like, I mean, I am a projector. I like to lay down. But th- we're talking like, why is it taking so much effort to get out of bed? Yeah. Kind of place, you know? Yeah. And it wasn't, it wasn't, and it was noticeable to you that it wasn't like, oh, something's going on with my diet. Nothing. It was nothing like this was a bigger, deeper. And, and the reason I bring this up is because I, I also acknowledge, like we all go through these phases and we will know when it is like too long, too much. Right. And we need to seek support. That's true. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. It was definitely lingering. And to your point, I, I did kind of blaze the trail and I do have a lot of support and I am kind of unapologetic and doing what I need to take care of myself. And this was an alignment. It was totally in alignment. So um, I think you were kind of asking that question a, a few minutes ago. And I just wanted to address that, that like, yeah, it was like, okay, I, I, you know, I'm willing to give this a shot. And you know, what's interesting about this is I posted something pretty much right away and said like, oh my gosh, everybody should know this. Like, this is something that I immediately felt like was pretty significantly helpful. And I thought about everybody in the world and all the mental health stuff we have going on and all that, you know, and I was like, oh my gosh, if everybody understood that they have the ability to choose this path, I think it could help. And Mm so I kind of got hooked pretty quickly with the feeling of this could help some people. Um, Mm And yeah, and then from there, I had my own experience for over a year and then, um, you know, on and off. I didn't, I wasn't consistently taking a dose. You know, there's a protocol, right, of like taking time off. Like you would go to the gym, you wouldn't go to the gym every single day. So mm-hmm. yeah, so then that kind of brought me into doing the microdose practitioner training and, you know, feeling like, yeah, I feel aligned that this is something I want to feel um, confident in helping other people with. I mean, this is so fantastic. What a gift. Yeah. And I mean, all I'm doing to the previous thing we were mentioning is I'm just holding space for people to have their own experience. Like I'm making it, I'm answering questions and I'm easing any sort of apprehensions and nerves, but I'm also really just allowing whatever experience needs to happen, happen. And, you know, I'm kind of like, I get to, I get the gift of, you know, witnessing people have 
true, hopefully, if, you know, hopefully lasting transformation um, mm. in their life in an area that maybe they were kind of like stuck in, right? Yeah. If you had to share, like, where do you, oh, I guess, actually, where did you find your, how did you find your resource? What did you, what were you looking for? Good question, because mm -hmm. I don't recommend just taking random substances of any sort. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I, I treat this with a great deal of reverence. Um, and I wanted to, that is why I took a course. And when I took the course, I was connected to someone that was a, someone that handled the, um, the plant with reverence and respect. And, you know, it was like recommended. So I definitely feel like that is part of the important one of the most important things is to know, you know, where, where it's coming from and how it's being handled and that kind of thing. So yeah, having someone that can help you basically. Yeah. How did you find, so you mentioned earlier that you were working with a therapist who also is a psychiatrist, yes. a therapist. Talk to us a little bit about how you got connected with him or her and how you found this person and what that um, experience was like. Yeah. So they were, they're someone who's actually a family friend of mine. So I know them personally. Um, but they also, um, they have a, a practice in DC and in DC it is legal to do ketamine treatments and things like that from a licensed therapist or psychiatrist. So they had, you know, other, um, things under their belt with that. And I just, you know, basically like there are psychedelic friendly therapists out there. Um, there's actually, I, I believe I actually have a resource to that, uh, through the training that I did. And yeah, you definitely, you know, this is like a really perfect partnership for therapy. Hmm. Um, as the practitioner, as my, my role is not that I'm not a therapist, so I'm not offering any sort of like life advice or, you know, anything like that or mental health advice. I am just, you know, holding space for the process, but yeah, there's, there are people out there that definitely are more and more. It's remarkable, like actually to see how this is sort of popping off and becoming very, very popular. Mm -hmm. What's been the greatest gift that you either feel like you've gotten back or that you didn't even know to expect? Yeah, I think I'd have to go back to what I said at the beginning about just feeling more um, like myself mm -hmm. and more, um, I think, self-assured or confident or something along those lines where I just kind of feel like some of the things that were sort of staticky for me, um, hold on, are no longer the case like I, I feel like it cleared some of that static and allowed me to kind of see see myself in a way that I was like kind of blocked with before mm -hmm. yeah and also in my relationships I feel like there was just a definite um definite positive swing with my kids because they were like you know in tune with the fact that I was just feeling more joyful I mean this is like 
a conversation that I'm so passionate about is that I definitely feel like as a mom, you are kind of that weather vane in the family, whether, you know, we always want to be or not. So our, I don't know if weather vane is the right word, but like our weather affects everybody, right? Like how the weather is for us and ourselves is going to affect everyone around us quite a bit. And so even just energetically, me being happier, more joyful, more creative, and I will say more tolerant, like I said before, Mm -hmm. had an immediate ripple effect out into my people and how they were experiencing me and how they were even experiencing themselves, which is the crazy thing about being a mother, because you are such a leader in the house, which is such a beautiful thing. And it's such a hard thing. And, you know, when you're the leader and every, you know, you don't feel great. It's really hard. You feel everything, um, of everyone else and yourself, you know? So I think those are a few things probably more than you asked, but. No, I think that's, I mean, that whole conversation right there is one that could just be completely unpacked and had a well, take a note. We can come back yeah. to that. I mean, we do. We play such an interesting role in our husbands' lives, our children's lives, the community's lives, right? Like how we show up is super important. And listen, I I also know that there's this this idea out there that like we feel our kids joy and when and we feel them when they're down too, and we can only be as happy as them. And there's choices that we get to make, right? For ourselves to keep holding our ourselves up. Um, and this is just another great gift that we have. You know, I'm all, I am do as much naturally as is possible, right? Um, in fact, I just came from my kinesiologist who's, working with me on a lot of my GI on, ongoing GI issues that are starting to come to an end. And, you know, she looked at me, she was like, I'm on thyroid meds. Like I have to be like, we talked about this great balance between knowing when you have to go one way and when you have to go another way. And when, and then, she, and then we, we had this conversation around what's right for you. Right. And I think as women and maybe even men out there, we have a tendency to look across from us and go, well, what's that person doing? How are they doing it? And then we can get all caught up in, oh, I'm not doing it the right way. And I'm not doing it the best way. And I'm going somewhere with this, which is there's no right or wrong way to handle your mental health, there's no right or wrong way to be a mother, to be a human being, to show up. All the gift is that we want in this life is for us to be able to show up fully as ourselves and in a place that feels good to us, the human being, right? So um, I, I just something came together for me in my mind of like this idea of, look, at the end of the day, we're here to be present with our children if you have kids or your whatever your relationships are. And women have a tendency to hold a lot of power 
around the health and you use the word weather vane, right? If our, if, if we're all, you know, I love going back to some human design talk here. Like if, if you're, if you're an emotional and your emotionals are running all over the place, then those non-emotionals are going to be picking that shit up and just making it bigger and making it worse and making it like more elevated. So if that's what you're bringing to the table, then that's going to be the ripple effect out no matter where you are. Yeah. And it's beautiful. I mean, it's yep. beautiful. It's all good. Like, yep. I think that's also the thing is like kind of quieting down that inner critic on like, yep. you know, why am I this way or that way? Because at the end of the day, you got to meet yourself where you're at. And there's, you know, there's some, there's obviously like, I know you and, and your, you know, your podcast and your show and your messaging is so much around. I mean, we got tools, we got things, you know? Yep. So lots of them. And there's a place for every single one of them. And they're all, I just keep coming back to, um, and what this conversation today has really kind of brought to the forefront, they're all valid and they're all beautiful. And you said it, you were like, I, it felt right to me. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters, right? So if this is something that you're considering, you know, you, the listener, um, Renee is a beautiful resource for you to, do you do just like uh, discovery calls with people, like a, any kind of free yeah. consultation or conversation mm-hmm. just to see? Yep, I do. Yeah. I do. And it's been, um, I mean, you know, I, I hold a lot of reverence around people trusting me with even giving them information or guidance. And I okay. feel like there's, yeah, I, I do offer, uh, at the moment I'm offering, um, discovery calls where we can, you know, address your questions, your concerns, what it would look like, what it would feel like, you know, potentially, um, you know, all the, all the curiosities can be kind of, I found pretty well satisfied in that combo. And then you can, you you know, your intuition will let you know if this is something you want to do for yourself. It's right. not, you know, it's, it's totally like that. Like this, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever happens is, is right and great. And I think timing is also good, you know, to consider, um, with, you know, with making a decision to get started. Although, like I said, it's fully a functional experience. It's not like it's going to take you out of life at all. Um, but yeah, I do offer that. And then I offer the opportunity to do a, a protocol. So that's like mm-hmm. a 30 day intentional microdosing protocol where, you know, we talk about the dose specifically, how much, um, how often, you know, works for you and your life, what feels good. Uh, you know, you're really like, I, like I said, I'm just kind of holding space for you, but I'm also kind of giving you, you know, um, guidance on some of the things to know, but yeah. And then you, you can, um, through that process, we have like a, we have two calls live uh, where we set some, you know, we go through everything kind of set an intention for the experience and all that at the beginning. And then we have a recap unpacking at the end and it's all nicely, um, supported in the middle with, uh, signal, which is like boxer support. Mm -hmm. So you can, you know, in the moment, if something's happening or you're like, 
why is this the, you know, case today? And I didn't yeah. have this yesterday and, you know, all that kind of stuff. You can talk to me, you know, we can go back and forth in the moment. Cause I think that's also a big thing is you don't want to, you want to feel like you're supported and yeah. you can go. Today. So that's yeah. what it looks like right now. That's beautiful. I love it. So yeah. if you're curious, uh, Renee's information is going to be in the show notes. Um, we're going to be continuing our conversations and I am certain as we journey on to the next two uh, series that we will be pulling through some of this conversation forward because it's all relevant and it's all connected. Um, But if you are in a place where you are feeling like you are called to explore, please reach out to Renee. She, I will tell you when she goes into something, she goes all in. And so I know that she will be a wealth of knowledge She will also tell you when she is not able to give you the information and will refer you to the appropriate resources for you. So um, guys, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks so much for listening today. Um, For me, this totally sparked my curiosity. It's something that has been um, a conversation in my household for the past several years around the relevance of this um, beautiful uh, plant that will that is becoming more and more researched and more and more utilized and there's just more information out there for all of us to do it in safe mm-hmm. responsible and um, really powerful ways so um thanks for coming today Renee and having this conversation with me yeah thank you for having me and love you know, our time together, I'm looking forward to picking back up. And I know we had more we wanted to get to more, more fun to be had. Oh, there's always more. So with that, (laughs) you guys, hey, have a great uh, day wherever you are. And you guys know the drill, go be magic.